This is Wisdom Question Mentors Podcast. A podcast that is to encourage you, to urge you, to inspire you, to do greater things. A podcast that will bring you tidbits, book review, encouragement words, inspirational words, and messages. Be blessed as you listen. Welcome to today's word. I tell it in word or in deed. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, the Bible says that, and whatsoever he do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Why? What lessons are we drawing from this very verse of the scripture, which is Colossians chapter 3, verse 17? There are two areas I was looking at where that's in word and in deed. Jesus, in all his ministry, did two things, either in words or in deed. And there are few things we can learn from this action of our Lord Jesus Christ which will help us to transform our own life, our businesses, our enterprises, in our education, in our personal development, in family development, and in every aspect of our life so far as we live on this earth. In words or indeed in words I'm looking at two things of Jesus' words or the things is did or he has done by words or by the spoken word. One is answering mannerism. How do I answer people? My questions are told unto you. Or if you have been asked questions, you freak out or you answer with calmness. Do you please people when they ask you a question? Do you please them with your answers? Or you are frank with the answers. When Nicodemus sneakily went to Jesus in the night to ask of what he should do in order to do what Christ had been doing, Jesus Christ told him in plain language, He must be born again. He must be born again. If it is our days, or if it was our days, we might probably not go straight forward with the answer. But we might say things to please him because he is a teacher of the word. But with Jesus, that was not it. Because as a teacher of the word, Nicodemus himself recognized that nobody can do the things Christ was doing except they come from God. Or God is with the person. If he can be frank with this and ask a question, and Jesus said that, except that a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. <laughs> it's amazing. And he went further to ask him, How can a man be born when he is old? And this is the teacher of the word. Jesus could have angered with such question. 
and answer it in harsh manner. Because he's the teacher of the word. But he, he didn't do that. When Nicodemus was displaying his ignorance about the word of God. He went further and asked, How can a man be born again when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus said to him, Very, very, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, and he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto you, He must be born again. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus said unto him, Are thou the master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Very last unto you, unto thee. We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witnesses. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you? Of heavenly things, and no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, and even the Son of Man, it is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent of bitterness, must be the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah. Jesus was calm in answering Nicodemus' question. As I read the account, because this is the teacher of the word, and he came back asking questions which he should have known. Many times, when we see people or we meet people, and we realize that oh, the questions they were asked, they asked, they asking, or they were asking, are simple, or we thought that they are things that they should have known. Get freaked out, when result or them. Get annoyed and say things that are not supposed to be said. If only we will be like Christ, we will also act like He acted in His words. Are you a minister of the gospel? Your shepherds, church leaders, youth leaders, church members comes to you with foolish and unreasonable questions to you. <laughs> if they are so, have the mannerism of Christ in answering questions. Even the one he taught the teacher of the law, which is Nicodemus, should have known, but he didn't know. He was able to answer him calmly. So let's learn to speak like Christ. Let's learn to answer people like Christ in our ways so that we will not shun them away. If you are a politician, I'm urging you to learn from Jesus Christ in his mannerism of answering questions. There's no question that is foolish and stupid. Every question has been thought of before being asked. So have patience and answer the questions. No one is foolish, no one is stupid. It's the level of thinking and level of understanding. That made the separation. To be Christ and answer the question with a good heart and with kindness. Secondly, his ways in sweetness of answers to our faith. In the case of the centurion, in the book of Mark, 
Matthew chapter 8, verse 8 down. The Lord, when he was requested by the centurion to heal his servant, asked Jesus not to come because a man under authority who understands the power of power of words, because he commands and people do. So he believed that if Jesus could be wherever he is and command, he believed that his servant would be here. And Jesus, there was a Jesus of Marvel when he heard this and said to his followers that verily I have not found a place so great faith, not no, not in Israel. Amen. And I said unto you that many shall come from east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Israel and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. What Jesus was trying to tell, like well, the lessons I think uh, God wants us to learn from here is the power of ways and angry. Uh, the centurion could have allowed Jesus to walk all the way to his house for the healing of his servant. But because he's also been a man of the authority, he knew the power of spoken word when he asked his servant to do things and he gave orders and when he did not even around. With all this, he is teaching us lessons that with the things we say, we either, they either break us or make us. So let your words be positive. If you are a parent, speak positive words into your children's life. Stop saying that my sons or my children will kill me. Stop saying that my child is a foolish, my child is stupid, my child is too dull. No, never. Speak, keep speaking the positive words because it got to be better. Speak positively into that business of yours. Speak positively into your education. Speak positively into that enterprise. Speak positively into your employees' life because with words, you can either make things or make things. With positive words, how your life will be at a better place than it is now. Because with when the centurion spoke positively and asked Jesus just to speak, because he has faith to it. Oh, the servant was here. And Jesus was even marveled at the level of faith that the centurion was having. So speak positively and stop the negative publication. I don't know which country you are. Your government might not be doing well. Yeah, they ought to do well and they are not doing well. Speak positive about it. Keep saying your country is better than ever. Keep saying your economy is better than ever. And you see your country moving on. Well, work, 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 work might be done for things to go on well. But I also believe in positive confession. In my personal life, many of the breakthroughs I have gotten was through personal confession. There are things I suppose to have lost in this life, but I kept on confessing it, that it is mine, and it is mine. I can't lose it. It can't go like that. It got to be better. It got to work out. And finally, they all worked out, one by one, one by one. And I wasn't surprised about it. Others were surprised, but I wasn't surprised. So keep confessing, keep praying positively, keep acting positively, keep thinking positively, and in your heart, 
have a great faith and you will see a breakthrough in your life and things will always be better for you. So keep the positive confession. In another aspect of how his answer questions was about the woman and the world. At the point the woman was getting angry but how Jesus handled the answering of the questions and questioning of the woman made the woman believe that this is the Christ and through this she went out or she went about witnessing that he has found Christ so friends your words that you speak which will translate into your deeds will bring referrals to you let your words be your deeds let your deeds be your words and your life will be transformed totally on the aspect of deed Jesus as the bit it in many ways you know the importance of marriage and, and we know that marriage was ordained by God himself in the garden of Eden so for Christ to emphasize on how important marriage is to God his first miracle was done at the marriage ceremony where he changed water into wine not just any wine but the best wine ever drunk by the master of ceremony and everybody who attended that wedding so we said things if you, you tell us things are very important to you we see it in your deeds for Christ to do his first miracle at the marriage ceremony tells us important marriage is to God or how important the family is to God so God has demonstrated to us the importance of marriage to him so you must also demonstrate how important the things you claim you do or you'll be doing or you want to do are to you I believe in volunteerism and I know and I keep saying it that is the habit of growth and development if Africa for that matter Ghana would develop in my young days communal labor was powerful after that many great minds were developed but we don't have it anymore and I've made it and choose to champion volunteerism I may not have an organization today on the volunteerism but my, on my own little contribution I volunteer in many aspects even my personal, my, my current job that I have was through volunteerism. When all of us were finishing our national service, I opted to stay for the holiday, which is Nagas, to work freely for the past facility. Through that, I was given one month appointment to finish a project that we started. Half into that month of one month contract, I was offered another three month contract, and finally, before I finished my treatment, appointment was given to me, not for pay, but for an allowance that I'll be taking from national service. And I have demonstrated that I wasn't there for the money for three years. And after three years, I have been fully appointed, and I was, and I am on salary, which is helping me now to further my education. I have gone around volunteering many aspects of life in painting, in people's workshop, in communities. So, what you said you want to do, or you will be doing, let's see it being done. You can't just tell me that you want to be 
a youth develop or you want to develop the youth of this nation or in the country that you are in and things about the youth you don't know it you must be involved at every little stage before you move to that top-notch level that you want because when God show us the importance of marriage what how important marriage is to him in the Garden of Eden in the Old Testament he came in in the New Testament in his first miracle was at the marriage ceremony because for me I believe he wanted to keep them make them married a sample for others to study and guide for others to follow they probably marriage marriages don't work at those period when your wine run out or your wine is bad perhaps I'm just saying because if the wine that our Lord produced at that moment was better than the one that was given first and it was even and it was even recommended by the master of ceremony tells you how important marriage is to God and when you go through the scripture there are several admonitions advices and concerns of marriage in the Bible the marriage was is and will be important to God on the issue of divorce he said demonstrated it when the woman was brought to him that he was caught in adultery so what should be done to her a simple question if you have not committed sin to the first two everybody disappeared and the woman was left alone this is another way that God has demonstrated that if you committed sin you are a sinner you are not condemned but there's a chance for you to come back to him that is why Christ died on the cross that the blood will be made available that the price of your sin should be paid or has been paid now when you recognize that Jesus was the man who God sent for your sins to be cleaned and wiped away and you accept him and believe him and confess him publicly your sins will be forgiven and you become a new creature yeah then if you are a, a Christian or you are a believer you are born again and you committed false mistakes sins there's a provision for you that you make a confession when you read first John 1 8 and 9 and God will forgive you your sins and purify you again even Isaiah he asked us to come together and reason so God in every aspect demonstrates it the things he said demonstrated them indeed on another end he's out on people's feet like i said earlier about the centurion he said i look lord speak and i can confidently say that almost the great and major miracles the breakthroughs of people's life were through their faith and their confession so having faith will help you make a breakthrough in life if I should have given up in many things because they were not clear or they were not going to work by people's perception I wouldn't have been where I am I wouldn't have been to be doing what I'm doing today I wouldn't have been to be doing this podcast I remember clearly when I spoke to a friend that I am going to learn how to podcast and start my podcast he asked me what do you know that you want to podcast about 
But today here I am doing my podcast. Hosting my own show. And gracefully you have been listening to it. I had calls, I have messages, I had email, how people are being transformed with this letter, effort and contribution of mine, which others told me about that is foolish, that I have no content, I have no idea. I'm just talking rubbish. If I have listened to them, I wouldn't have done it. And my podcast will not be part of the top 10 podcasts in 2014 in Ghana. So, keep that faith. Keep confessing it. Keep working on it. Don't listen to people. Listen to your inner being. Listen to that inner man, that little voice. That quiet voice. That is God speaking to you, directing you. And work on it. God will act on your faith. Not on other people's faith. But your faith. So keep the faith alive. When one of the things I also learned through the scripture in Galatians three seventeen, you must keep thanking God. So in everything, thank God. In everything, thank God. In everything, good, either good or bad, thank Him. Either good or bad, thank Him. You have no idea the kind of breakthrough that is on the way coming. So keep thanking God. Keep thanking Him. Keep thanking Him. Keep thanking Him. Finally, I've learned about frugality. In the same scripture, one of the things I've observed in Christ did, in one of his deeds, he believed in the law of frugality. That is why he, as his disciples, to pack the leftover after the miracle bread was given to the people who were following them, where more than 5,000 men were fed, the leftover were collected up to 12 baskets. He believed in frugality and he demonstrated it. He believes in thanksgiving and he demonstrated in everything he thanks God. In every situation he thanks God. So let's learn to be frugal. Let's, let's learn to be thankful. Let's leave our convictions and our faith. Because out of those ones, you will get your healing. You will get your breakthrough. You will get things that to believe in, that will be done for you. And you will see the demonstration of God's love. In every aspect of your life, it got to be better in your deeds, in your ways. So, get in there and make it happen. Get in there, make a difference in somebody's life, and see God blessing you. Shalom, peace. If you are blessed with this episode and want to contact me, my Facebook name is Wisdom Koshi Mensa. Twitter handle. Wisdom K Mensa. My email address is machili at hotmail.com. Machili is spelled M A C C H I L A I. Machili at hotmail.com. Or Meswisma at yahoo.com. Meswisma is spelled M E N. S W I S K M A at Yahoo.com. Get in touch.